0: Welcome to Crisis on Infinite Podcast, episode number 48. My name is Kevin Knight. I'm the editor-in-chief of EatGeekPlay.com, the website where we talk geek just about every day of the week. And with me, as always, is George Schmitz of Earth616. George, <laughs> how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I, I guess we should change it to With Me uh, Sometimes.
0: That's true. Uh, <laughs> with welcome, Me Sometimes. Welcome, welcome back. Uh, okay, so tell me what happened last week, because I, I, it sounds like it's a really uh, good story.
1: Okay, what was the text I sent you? Um, Something about it was, your
0: van broken down in the snow.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so the generator uh, yeah, uh, went out on the bandwagon, uh, and it was like record lows. Uh, so basically, if you were sleeping in the back, you were sleeping in negative three-degree weather. Uh, I drove... Uh, Oh, okay. We got to the border to cross into Canada at three in the morning because our van, because the bandwagon died. Uh, We crossed the border. We got pulled into the border. We were there until about six in the morning. So I didn't start my drive until 6 a.m. the next day, uh, which I got to Toronto around like 9 a.m. and just died, just passed away. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, and so when you text me, you're like, hey, are we good for Crisis? I was like, yeah, I've read about two pages of Batgirl.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Batgirl, fuck! Right? Uh, I, 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 okay, I have not read Batgirl Origins yet, but uh, I read the spoilers on it, and goddamn, I, what a way to fucking pull that thing together.
1: Tying it all together, man. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Both Batgirl and uh, well, Gotham Academy this week Acro last week, but both of them have had uh, like their, the 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 climactic issues came out. You know where they started tying up all those loose ends, and the books are getting real good, real saucy. Yeah, I. I
0: well, you know, uh, this weekend is uh, Long Beach Comic Expo, so I haven't had yes. a chance to get much reading done. But hey, uh, Geek Play will be there. Um, we've got this thing we're doing called the uh, the, the podcast studio where uh, I'll be recording podcasts with. Chris Claremont, Rachel and Terry Johnson, uh Stan Sakai, Jesus Christ. Um Ethan Van Skyver, um um and a bunch of other people that Oh, Richard Starkings, um so many other people
1: and Pod, podcast studio sounds so elegant.
0: It, well, it is. We're 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 in the main room. It's going to be oh. like we're setting up this whole like um bedroom looking setting like like living room kind of setting and stuff like that Hello. and uh you can come hang out with us it's gonna be really fun and then we're playing uh uh geeks against humanity on saturday so yeah if anybody wants to come hang out um i think i think dean ha- dean haglin from uh uh lone gunman is uh uh gonna play uh, cards against humanity with us
1: so. would you look at that coming yeah. up in the world uh, things hey. are coming up geek play pretty much man um,
0: it's going to be fun, man. I wish you could be out there, dude. Was, you're, 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 missing it yet again.
1: Yeah. Par for the course.
0: One of these days we'll get you out.
1: At least I'm consistent.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we've got some comic book news.
1: Yeah. There's some, uh, there's some news. Uh, uh well, I guess where do we start?
0: Um, well, let's see. Uh, just quick one. Andrea, uh, Sorrentino, one of my yeah. favorite comic book artists, uh, in a weird turn of events, just signed an exclusive deal with Marvel.
1: I know. I th- I found that interesting. Uh, has he been doing uh, books for Marvel?
0: I believe. Didn't he just do the annuals for um, Uncanny? I know he's, he did some, have... some, some some covers and stuff like that. Um, okay. And then he's doing. Um, <laughs> that would have been that would have been kind of fun, fitting, huh? Uh,
1: they just they just redo their Green Arrow run. That would have been good.
0: Yeah. Which I mean his his work is just oh he's doing that's right he is going to be doing the new uh, old man logan series with bendis
1: ooh okay yeah, yeah that was hey. his
0: that was his big announcement is like hey uh i'm doing this and we're also you know doing an exclusive deal so <laughs> by the
1: way i'm kicking down the door <laughs> yeah
0: exactly um so jesus yeah he's uh he's pretty i mean it, his artwork is so phenomenal to begin with just see All oh, right. Uh, playing around in the Marvel universe—that's going to be a lot of fun.
1: So. Yeah. No. I. I. I love how uh, experimental he is with his paneling. Uh, I really enjoy that. So.
0: And, and just the way he mixes like that—that that kind of like—I I loved in Green Arrow how his use of colors, you know, mm-hmm. like like or just you know like, like there was that scene where um, uh, Vertigo blows out his eardrum, right. you know, and you just see like the ear like like that that Kind of the zoom in on his ear, just bursting, and it's just the re- oh my god, such. A, if epic. you haven't read that run, uh, the, Le- the Lemire uh run on Green Arrow, it's just it's epic. It's yeah, and, and it's new fifty two, and I enjoyed it,
1: right. Marvel, man, closing all these exclusive deals. That's, uh, they are really marking their territory.
0: Which is kind of funny because they're not, like, a couple of years ago, they were like, oh, we're not doing exclusive deals anymore, or they they just stopped making a big deal about it. But right. I think this was kind um, of the, the you know, fu to DC.
1: Right. I mean, as of late, what, you have Charles Soule coming in, you mm-hmm. have Drea Sorrentino, uh, Sam hum- Sam Humphreys, he signed exclusively, um... Yeah, I don't know. It uh, seems like Marvel's uh, really, uh, really looking to take a stand.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's where it's the climate where it's like you know, hold on to your creators that you know. So, the, right. I think uh, there was probably I, I would imagine that you know when when DC started to go to that shift of like, hey, you know, with these new fifty-two titles or hmm. new forty-six or whatever they're calling it, uh, new twenty-four, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, new twenty four forty nine 49 titles. Uh,
0: exactly. Uh, so old 42, 49? Is that what we should call it now? Uh, <laughs> some- but I'm, I'm sure they came poaching, you know. And, and, oh, for sure. And trying to get people on, you know. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, speaking of Tom- Marvel, we got some new Secret Wars announcements.
1: Yeah, wouldn't be a week if we weren't talking about Secret Wars. There are so
0: many of these fucking books, man.
1: And you know what I, you know what I love about these books though is they seem so fun. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's just me. But you know, you have Bendis doing Old Man Logan, and now it's been announced that Sam Humphries is writing the uh, Star Lord Kitty Pride book,
0: which is really interesting because it's Kitty Pride from Age of uh, Age of Apocalypse.
1: Right. It looks like she's got the uh, the claws,
0: and she's wearing the uh, the. Uh, I always forget what the character is that that necklace that enhances uh, yeah. people. Uh, not Spiral. But yeah, so interesting. Very interesting.
1: Uh, I, I, I love, I mean, I love Sam Humphreys and uh, how he's going to characterize their relationships in Legendary Star Lord. Yeah. Uh, I think he's been doing a great job writing that relationship. So I think this book will be fun.
0: And it'll be interesting to see because the Kitty Pride of, I, I don't really remember her in Age of Apocalypse because it's been so long since I've read that. I, it's I, been a minute. <laughs> I, I think she was kind of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: it might, might make for uh, some good drama, some good character drama. For sure. Uh,
0: and then uh, they announced
1: Ghost Racers. This is interesting.
0: Ghost Riders coming to an end. Uh, with issue thirteen, which you know you haven't read that series, right?
1: No, I haven't, but I hear great things.
0: You know, Jamie absolutely loves it. It's her favorite comic book. So I don't right. know if that's a good she... good judge of character.
1: But... <laughs> well, she yeah, she just can't uh, she can't stop talking about it. Yeah,
0: it's a good book. I'll, I'll give. I I wasn't into it at first, but it, it warms up after a while. Okay. Um. So. Uh. uh yeah. So. So. The book gets better. Um, it it, it go, it's weird how like it just you know completely changes artwork a lot. You know, um, yeah. but the series is coming to an end, and uh, they actually announced that Ghost Racers is the next book. It's tied in with the uh, Battle World series. Of And the weird thing is, it's uh, has something to do with all of the different incarnations of Ghost Rider all-in-one like like like, well, you, like kind of a contest of champions kind of thing maybe or like well
1: a, you know you have the uh, the thor core that's uh gracing the cover of secret wars so mm-hmm. you know why not get all the ghost riders together
0: well the, and they they announced what last week that that they're doing a thor core um battle world book
1: so <laughs> of course <laughs> you know why not throw the baby out with the bathwater let's exactly. let's get with it i mean secret wars just seems like it's just pants on heads it, retarded, you know, it's just fucking we're going crazy. Uh and I mean I I am looking forward to it.
0: But okay, let me ask you this. What do you know about this? So when Secret War starts, are all the books stopping?
1: Um and then
0: I, we're gonna get all of these supplemental books or is it I like don't,
1: I don't think that's how it's happening. Uh I think it's happening I, I think it's gonna be more of a slow rollout as from what Briefort has kind of described. It's like Secret Wars drops and then all of the books eventually like shift.
0: Because we're getting like the end of times and stuff like our last days and, you know, those storylines. But then we haven't seen anything that's coming out post and you're not seeing anything really being solicited yet. Yeah. Since it starts. So I'm really curious to see how, like, are they going to do something where like everything just stops or certain titles are going to stop?
1: I don't think there's going to be like a cold stop. I think it's going to be a slow rollout. So that's just me. We're we're not
0: taking a DC. uh, No,
1: uh... (laughs) no. It's not going to be New 52.
0: Well, I mean, like, uh, what what was it? uh, Wasn't it uh, the villain storyline or whatever where everything was just replaced with the 0.5 issues or whatever?
1: I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be a little different.
0: I'm looking forward to it, though. It's going to be really, it sounds a lot better than Convergence.
1: Yeah. No, i th- I've, i i th- they uh, i think they got something up their sleeve and they're they're playing it close to their chest. So i'm i'm pretty excited to see how it goes.
0: Um, hey, did you ever read Battle Chasers?
1: No, I didn't. Oh
0: my god, man, such a good book. Um, it was like the the breakout book by uh, uh Joel Mediera. Um, okay. Who you know was he's done Spider Man and stuff like that. And he he was the uh, Joe Mediera was the first artist on um uh that Inhumans book. Oh, OK. Uh, so he incredible book kind of, it. you know, it's it's it came out like 15 years ago um, and uh, huge success. And then uh, Joe's career blew up, blew up. He went into video games. Um, he worked on uh, Darksiders for THQ uh, and it looks like he's starting a new company um, with uh, Vigil Studios. And um, the, they're gonna hopefully relaunch Battle Chasers. So hey, well, hey, why not? Yeah, actually, pretty big news because like everyone, like... Oh. yeah,
1: everyone else is having success with their own creator, own books. You know why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. I This is, I mean, if, if you have a chance, go back and read Battle Chasers. It's real. It's a fun book. It's a real. It's like it's like this weird steampunky manga. It just it's like kind of all over the place. But it's awesome. It's yeah. really,
1: really good. Yeah, kind of think- like genre bending.
0: Yeah, t- totally. It's just a fun book. Uh, more than anything, it's just it's just really fun. Hmm. Um, what else we got?
1: well, this is just funny. And This is so Marvel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, DC, as we all know, is moving to is uh, moving to Burbank. Um in in the interim that's when we're getting the convergence books kind of coming out but of course, just to stick it to DC and to show that Marvel Pride, Marvel is doing uh New York variant covers,
0: which is so great this <laughs> is like look like we we love New York
1: it's just it's just Marvel saying you know we own new york
0: yeah uh it- and the, the best best part is they announced it in the New York Times,
1: right? Of course. <laughs>
0: um, it's only like it's. I think it's only like what five covers or something like that. Uh, Hulk, uh, Ant Man.
1: Uh, yeah, Shield, and, yeah.
0: and Daredevil, which Daredevil's not in New York anymore, so that's even funnier. But,
1: right? I was gonna I was gonna say interesting because you know Daredevil's not there. But...
0: Neither is Scott Lang. I just thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scott, he's yeah in Miami Scott Lang's now. in Miami. <laughs> Weird. Uh, and is I don't think Hulk really is in New York either, is he? Mm-mm.
1: No, he's kind of all over the place too. Well,
0: they, they just had that. What did they took over that base? Uh, oh no, no, no! Didn't they just move? No, they moved back into the Baxter Tower, the Baxter Building, didn't they? Mm.
1: Part so, of yeah. their operations there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, just I just. That's just awesome that they, they decided to do that.
1: Just, just sticking out their tongue. <laughs> uh, just sticking out their tongue and just waving their hands.
0: Do we have any other? That, that's it for comic book news, huh?
1: Short list on the comic book news side.
0: Yeah. But uh, <laughs> on the TV side of things, hmm, <laughs> Supergirl.
1: Yeah, I keep on seeing all this casting news come out for Supergirl.
0: This is the, um, the TV show that was like all of a sudden you know, like, like you heard about it and then there was a pilot and now it's being like, you know, they, 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 they're going straight to pilot. Uh, and, and now there's a shitload of casting.
1: I know. And, you know, what's really interesting about all this casting is every person is either a female or a person of color.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it is definitely a diverse show, which is great. Um, so
0: we've got, uh, they, they, they just announced that, uh, Laura, uh, Benetti, um, who's on Nashville right now, which, yeah, I, I love that show. Um, great show. Yeah. It's fantastic. You watch Nashville?
1: I do. Cause Allison watches Nashville.
0: Dude, I never knew that we, we could mm-hmm. have been, we could have been Nashville soulmates earlier in life.
1: I, I kind of watch it like tangentially. It's like oh on God. in the background. God, I've I'm never, reading.
0: I've never missed an episode. It's so good.
1: <laughs> you love it. That's great. It's so, so good. That.
0: It is so. It's it's popcorn, man. It's one of those. Sh- oh those yeah. TV it's shows. popcorn for sure. It's 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 like oh, this is so bad and so trashy. It's amazing, you know. It's like yeah. I, I gotta watch it, you know. And and the funniest part for me is watching it going. So this is the uh, this is like somebody whose idea like like has the idea of what the music business was like. 10 years <laughs> yep.
1: ago. Someone still thinks that the music business is like this. That's the funniest part about it.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, they still make money doing this. Mm
1: hmm. we like, uh, selling so, like, billions of records
0: or, or the, the, we need a hundred thousand dollars in tour support to do this small tour. It's like,
1: oh, God. Huh. Yeah. Blowing my mind.
0: Anyways. Uh, so, uh, Laura, Laura, uh, uh, Benatti, uh whatever. Uh, uh, is, uh, she, she's actually a, a, a main character on Nashville this, this season. Um, she is going to be, uh, Supergirl's Kryptonian mother, Allura. Um, and then, uh, Allie McBeal herself, Calista Flockhart, um, is going to be playing Cat Grant,
1: who, um, which she, is basically a lowest Lane proxy.
0: Well, from what I remember, she was the, uh, from the classic old school uh, Supergirl stories, she was like um, the lowest Lane to the Supergirl series.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So, uh, and then Alexandra Alex uh, Danvers, the sister of Cars Orel, uh will be played by uh, Sy- uh, Shyler Leigh. Yeah. is that how it? Well, From Grey's Anatomy. Another great TV show. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then who else do we have?
1: Uh, we have David Harewood from Homeland. He's playing Hank Henshaw. Uh And Hank Henshaw, uh, you may know him as the Cyborg Superman.
0: Yes. So, which I thought
1: that was very interesting.
0: So maybe that's going to be a villain. I'm sure that's going to play into the Because now it's interesting. We're not hearing anything about like what villains are gonna play into this because Supergirl doesn't have rogues gallery <laughs> right
1: so, yeah I mean if Supergirl's not tied to the Legion I feel like she's always just fighting a Superman rogue yeah so
0: yeah exactly I mean there's just and I mean I haven't read any yeah. of the new 52 Supergirl stuff so I don't know what's going on there but yeah, there's really not much going on so it's like they're gonna have to lean pretty heavily into Superman mythos I guess
1: and you know what? I think they should. I think they should be unapologetic about it. They should just say, you know what? The TV universe is what it is. It's not connected to the movie universe. Just cast a Lex Luthor, cast a, you know, a parasite. I don't know. Just do all that.
0: Well, they were saying um, there's a rumor going around a couple, like, what was it, last week? Um, that Superman might actually show up in the show.
1: Uh, yeah, well, in the pilot, uh, in the, well, in all the auditions for the pilot, uh, it, it was everyone talking to Cal. Everyone, everyone kept all the girls kept on saying, you know, Cal, I saved all these people on the bridge or whatever. I I don't know. I, I say they just they go all in and they just cast Superman, they cast Lex Luthor, they cast, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. I, I still don't have
0: faith in this show.
1: Uh, I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting. It seems like they got like a pretty solid cast and, you know, it's the same showrunners that are behind Arrow and Flash, so if anything, you know, we'll get a good first season.
0: <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, like I don't
1: know. It's got potential. I think it's I, I think it has potential.
0: It, it it sounds like Sex and the City meets
1: Smallville. Great. I would absolutely watch that show.
0: No. <laughs> because they tried to do that and it was the Wonder Woman pilot with uh, Adrian Pilkey.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we can't win. I got yeah, we you can't there, win man. Them. Come on, yeah, we can't win them all. But see, Kara, Kara can rock like a, a Sex in the City, uh, Smallville vibe. I feel like Diana, you know, Diana is so much more stoic and uh, godlike than Kara is. You know, Kara is a Kara's a teenager. Diana is a woman.
0: Yeah, but so. Did you see that pilot?
1: No, it was but, like she I was mean,
0: running around with three different personalities. It was yeah. really weird. It was, That's it was rough. yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Um big news this week, actually. This
1: is this is the biggest news. What
0: what do we got?
1: Comic book Power Couple, Matt Faction and Kelly Sue DeComic, are venturing into a two-year television deal at Universal TV. Under the pack, the Married Duo are going to adapt some of their comic books as well as original T V series concepts. Uh, they're going to use their production company milk-fed criminal masterminds as a TV launchpad for comic creators IPs um, Wow And just
0: the first thing that they're gonna do
1: uh, the first thing they're gonna do right out the gate is the uh, Critically acclaimed Eisner award and Harvey award-winning series sex criminals. You know it. You love it. You buy it. You read it <laughs> uh, I I mean Wow how they're gonna pull that off? Oh, it there it'll be great.
0: It'll yeah. But, I mean, it's but, it's got to be a Showtime, HBO show, something like that. What Universal owns some cable channel, right? Oh, I'm
1: sure. I'm, I'm sure they they own some you know premium cable access show. I think the big thing to take away from this is that Fraction and Deconic have their own production company, and mm-hmm. they've now struck this deal with with Universal. This is like the this is for sure the future of you know. Comic creators and how they're going to adapt their stuff to IPs. I mean, you know, because this isn't just a gateway for their comics; it's a gateway for any of everybody, their friends' comics. Well,
0: yeah, and I have a new I have a new theory. So, I remember about six years ago, chefs became the new rock stars, like, right? You know, it's like everybody. It was the tattooed chef who you know who made uh, uh, gastronomic. Th- Fudge out of, you know, foam and shit like that, right? Right. This is the next wave, man. This is, this is, to me, this is a big deal. Well, it's this, the, is, the, this is, this, it'll
1: is be the second wave of the comic book rock star.
0: Well, I mean, this is kind of, but I mean, it is, but it is, like, like, it's the comic book rock star of the, like, okay, this is going in that direction where, you know, pretty soon you know so somebody's going to give Matt Fraction his own like late night talk
1: show or something like that right you know i mean he I, I don't know the the couple's geniuses um they're they're a couple of geniuses and uh i i think this is huge i mean i can't wait to see a, an adaptation of sex criminals um but i mean it won't stop there who knows maybe they'll do satellite sam maybe you know pretty deadly i don't know to get I th- real i think they'll, pretty they'll deadly they'll do odyssey
0: uh... <laughs> no <laughs> sorry I, I i can't i can't support odyssey i just yeah well
1: i i just think you know the sky's is the limit with this deal
0: yeah oh for sure i mean there's there's so much stuff that that fraction i mean you know fraction it, just opens his mouth and stuff you know an amazing comic yeah. book comes out
1: um good and, for them
0: yeah it, this is just awesome this is in in i think this is more of the future to come
1: you know. Yeah, well, and everyone also knows that uh, they are BFFs with uh, Mr. Warren Ellis mm-hmm. so does that mean we get to see planetary you know make it to the uh, to the small screen or do we see you know transmetropolitan? who knows?:
0: I thought Warren Ellis had a deal with uh, 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 you know he's, he's like got some kind of deal with a production company as
1: well. He's, he's exclusive with somebody. I
0: thought maybe, maybe, maybe that that was a couple of years ago. I don't yeah. remember,
1: but yeah. You know, when's Brian Vaughn gonna start ponying up? You know,
0: you know he. That's that's the thing with 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 him though. He's he's already said countless amounts of times Saga will never be a TV show or
1: a movie. You know, um, I just that's and, so ridiculous to just shut that out and just you know that no, avenue's but, not you can't you can't do that.
0: But his thing is like I think his his thing is artist to the core of you know look i i do this as a comic book and that's it um you know th- someday there'll be a why the last man movie you know um and and well, i yeah. think that was what that was kind of a tension you know like like th- something that could be a movie and i think with saga his whole thing is i just want this to be saga and that's it right um and you know he uh prior to saga he he had actually um uh, done a pi- wrote a pilot he was trying to get a tv show off the air you know um i think it was something it's called like smoke or something it was a uh, a sci-fi series called smoke i believe and okay. um couldn't get it done it didn't it, they, it didn't get picked up and uh, that's kind of what led into saga i believe hmm. so i think he kind of keeps his writing Styles separately you know yeah. It's like he's oh, like
1: I can respect that
0: I write For TV and film and I write for comic books You know um, and it's just One of those things I think they they just keep that IP closer to their hearts you know and yeah. I, I think that kind of keeps it More natural that way though Too
1: he's got a pretty Sour taste in his mouth from what I hear About what happened with White the last man Because um, I know that at one point he Had sold off the rights uh, and It just kind of sat in development hell uh, before it uh, lapsed back to him. So,
0: well, last I heard, it's um, Jeff Canada, uh, I believe, is the guy doing it. He was, um, he did that Portal fan he, film that that blew was. up. And yeah, then... he was doing it. I, is uh, he not doing it anymore?
1: No, uh, the uh, the the rights went uh, back to Vaughn. I want to say last year sometime. So,
0: but it was announced last year that he was doing it.
1: Yeah, no the uh, the the rights, as far as I know, last I heard, they uh, they went back to Vaughn, and he's uh, he's holding off. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um. That's because uh, I mean that just it needs to be made into some oh, right. kind of like I I think ideally it's it's a great TV show, you know.
1: I agree. Um, lots of fit in there, so it'd be better in the uh, in the TV format, serialized format. Yeah. Um. Speaking of TV, though. Yes. <laughs> speaking of Netflix, I guess. Uh, we got some new Daredevil images. Oh, yeah. And we are so close to this thing dropping. Oh, my
0: God. Uh, and they just released this little, what was, like? what do you even call it? It's like a, it's like a,
1: motion, a motion picture yeah. kind of thing.
0: It It's not really a trailer. Ocean it's like a little, yeah, it's a, and it, oh, my God. I watched that thing and just got chills. It's gonna be so yeah. Good. It's gonna be so good.
1: So- I can't wait to see him get in the red. I mean, this all these images of him in the black are cool, but I'm wait. really looking forward to seeing him get that red on.
0: It, it's kind of uh, it, it. It's kind of amazing that we haven't seen him in the red suit yet.
1: I think they're just trying to make that. I, I think they're trying to really show that this. Uh, this is an origin, and they're gonna take their time with it. And you know, he might not end up in the red until the end of it.
0: I, I see. I, I don't. I'm hoping that's not the case. That's gonna be weird if you see him in that horrible black suit the entire time. Because I, I just he, keep going trial of, trial of uh, Bruce Banner, you know, trial of Bruce Banner the entire time.
1: <laughs> I think they're just pulling a lot from the Man Without Fear. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: which is fine for the, the you know the first couple episodes. Uh, right, you know, but
1: but, and you saw the uh, image recently of uh, the boxing poster, right? No, um, yeah, it was a poster for uh, Jack Murdoch fighting Crusher Creel. Oh, nice. So, I think what you're going to see is uh, it's it's going to be what Miller did with The Man Without Fear, where he keeps uh, he keeps Jack alive well into Matt's adulthood. Yeah, uh, and th- then Jack dies. Yeah. Uh, so then we're going to see maybe some tie over to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Pretty big. Interesting. Pretty big.
0: Interesting. Yeah, because there, there's already saying that, that, that you know, uh, uh, Absorbing Man is going to show up. So Yeah.
1: And uh, I think uh, the showrunner was talking recently in an interview, and he said, uh, you know, this is – we're not – just tied into hell's kitchen or i mean no we're not tied just to agents of shield you know we are hell's kitchen we are survivors of this alien invasion from the battle of new york and we're recovering and uh i think daredevil takes place in this recovery period for hell's kitchen
0: well the smart thing to do would be by the time civil war it, right it hits you'll have all, like most of these netflix movies the, the netflix shows agents of shield and spider-man so you've got a universe yeah makes sense to me <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um so that i i think i think uh, uh a little bit closer to an actual civil war that we know in the comic books uh might 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 actually come
1: come true hit might you know i think we're gonna get something at least close
0: you 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 have tony stark banding together all of these uh heroes to track down winter soldier who killed his father yep there we go we just wrote the plot it's big
1: (laughs) we just wrote the plot thank you russo brothers put our check in the mail cut the check
0: exactly speaking of movies uh viola davis has uh, confirmed that she is going to play Amanda Waller in Suicide Squad.
1: Great casting.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic, actually. Yeah. She's the only other person I could have seen in this role was CCH Pounder. Yeah. um, But I'll I'll take Viola. Sure. Why not?
1: I was kind of stoked on Oprah for a minute. (laughs) Really? Come on. Oh, she's sass. She's all sass. She could kill it. She'd no, be great. She'd be no. a great Amanda Waller. Eh,
0: no, I, I think did, did you watch? You, you didn't watch Sons of Our Anarchy, right? No. Did you watch The Shield?
1: Shield? Agents of Shield? No, no. Or the, just the, the, shield. The, shield,
0: the Shield. Oh, no. Oh, man. See, like like CCH Pounder. Uh, she did, actually did the voice of Amanda Waller um, hmm. in the cartoons. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, uh, I mean, she's just like just mean and she can pull off that that just you know sass for sure yeah
1: so that was like a sass
0: it was it was almost like a given that it was it was going to be her uh, yeah but, but this is a great one great choice as well fucking great yeah um what else what else we got
1: uh ben hardy of the bbc's e uh, has been Cast as an unknown character in the uh, upcoming X Men Apocalypse movie. Yay! <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of casting news coming out about Apocalypse recently. I know they just uh, what they just cast a Nightcrawler. Yes, uh, talked about that last, last week. Yeah, uh, last week uh, they that we have Jean Grey, we have uh, Scott Summers, right, uh, and uh, Aurora Monroe. Uh, so we got Storm, Cyclops, and Marvel Girl cast. Um, so I don't know what party's role is but Um, it looks like
0: they've already said that uh uh five others are returning you know nicholas holt obviously is beast and
1: right james mcavoy jennifer lawrence michael fassbender exactly Uh, Mm um do you think that maybe this will be it'll be uh our bobby drake or
0: yeah i guess it's it's so weird because i'm not really sure where they're going to base this because they're not doing yeah they dropped the age of apocalypse You know, um, and so this is just going to be apocalypse. So it it looks like they're going young. So we're going to and supposedly going to be set in the 80s. Right. um, And no Wolverine. That's the big thing. Um, Hugh Jackman hasn't signed on for this one yet.
1: I'm really interested about that. I I think he's going to come in, but I'm thinking he's going to be one of the horsemen. You think I that's just me. Maybe that's maybe that's a shot in the dark, but
0: interesting. I didn't even think about that. What what makes I, you think that?
1: Well, I just I I think Hugh Jackman loves the role so much, uh, and he probably loves the money, uh, and he's got such a good relationship with the X franchise. Um, you know, I don't think it would be beyond them to offer him just like a role to show that's the like the last horseman, you know, as death or something like that. He could come in in the third act It wouldn't be too exhausting for him.
0: Hmm interesting or maybe it'll just be like he'll he shows up in the beginning says all right see you later and and you know yeah i mean it could be e- an easy just you know kind of basing it off of uh uh giant size one where it's like right. here's the new team into the old team so yeah speaking of x-men where are you in your x-men reading are you still are you still uh there yes. or are you
1: are you done no, I'm still there. Um, you know, I finished up a lot of the Claremont uh, stuff that I wanted to read. I'm actually about to dive into uh, New Mutants.
0: Oh, really?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Wait. the earlier New Mutants stuff. Like the uh, the Claremont uh, into, you know, Louise Simonson with uh, some cabbage.
0: You need to read the Demon Bear Saga, dude.
1: It's so yeah. good. Uh, I, oh my god. I'm thinking I'm going thinking to I'm try to tackle like the first 30 issues um it, it's a little really, che- uh, it's a little cheese difference. ball at
0: first um uh do you have a a, a, a like an omnibus or something or because there's the uh
1: yeah i mean marvel unlimited so gotcha
0: does that have the i wonder if that has the graphic novel on it then
1: maybe because that's um, where
0: you, you you first see the, the honestly new mutants is one of my favorites. like i i, I read that f- from the beginning when i was a
1: kid right that's what everyone says um
0: it's a little cheese cheese ball at the first, but when wow. man, that Sienkiewicz stuff, when Sienkiewicz comes in, I mean reading that I hear as it's a, real. a twelve year old kid, you're like, What the fuck is this? Right. But it gets it gets bizarre and like the demon bear saga. Oh so good. At least I remember it being good.
1: <laughs> Every everything from our childhood is fantastic. Of course, of course. <laughs>
0: But no, I mean it's just just it's the the artwork alone is we'll just it's worth away. the wait. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Um, well, so that's good. Gl- glad to see you're still on the X Men train. Still doing it. Nice. Um, what else do we got, man? Uh, I just lost my place.
1: Uh, we got Joe Casey uh, is adapting his officer uh, down.
0: Yeah. Um, well, this is a weird one because this has been a uh, property that's been it's been in like development hell for a while now. Did you ever read Officer Down?
1: No, I never read it, but uh, I <laughs> apparently uh, Clown from Slipknot did, and he's going to be the one directing it.
0: He he is, yes. <laughs> I don't think we can hold that against him. Um, no. it was (laughs) was a great comic book by uh chris burnham and joe casey and it's about a basically it's it's a police officer who uh is in a um kind of arkham asylum basically and he's like this okay hard hard ass uh police officer um named officer down d-o-w-n-e uh so yeah kim coates um, who you might know as Tig Traeger from Sins of Anarchy uh, is actually going to be playing Officer Down. You finally have a lead. Um, and uh, th- this to me, that is perfect casting. Perfect casting.
1: Well, hey, I mean, I like Joe Casey, so.
0: Yeah, if you have a chance, it's it's a quick read. It's it's. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird Casey book. He probably wrote it in like two days or something but I mean, um, that
1: sounds that sounds like most casey books so
0: it's just it's so kind of you know out there but amazing and um i mean chris burnham's artwork in this is it was when burnham was just really hitting his stride you know yeah um,
1: so this is this going to be a feature-length film yeah or is this yeah yeah, damn. yeah.
0: full full length um it, it's it is kind of weird that um that uh Clown from Slipknot is directing it.
1: Well, you know. He's directing a whole bunch of stuff these days, so good for him. He is? Yeah, he directed a motionless and white music video. Um, he directs a bunch of Slipknot stuff. Hmm. So Okay. Yeah. He's not a stranger.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um what else do we got?
1: Uh last bit of news. Uh the Neil the well the the I guess it was the uh it's not anticipated, but it was the highly talked about uh, Neil Blomkamp Alien movie uh, that was getting I, – uh, I don't know. It was getting a lot of hype because Blomkamp, I think, talked about it in an interview how he'd pitched it uh, and they weren't interested in it. But now I guess it's gotten the uh, – it's been greenlit uh, and Sigourney Weaver is going to be a part of it.
0: Is she going to be – part? I thought she was still – she's still kind of campaigning for it, isn't she?
1: Uh, I think she's like signing up for it. Or I don't know from what I heard that she's going to be in it Uh, and this is basically it's basically going to be the Superman Returns of alien movies where uh, alien and aliens are going to be canon and this movie will follow right after that while aliens 3 and 4 are or alien 3 and alien resurrection are just going to be erased from history.
0: Thankfully. (laughs)
1: I think I think Alien 3 is a misunderstood movie. Um <laughs>
0: misunderstood and and I didn't understand why they made it.
1: Well, you know, I I think it's it's a blemish on David Fincher's film career, but I there were a lot of uh variables that he was dealing with that were out of his control. So
0: Was, was that the one where they brought back Ripley as the hybrid? Yes. Yeah, that was horrible.
1: Yeah. But uh, I mean, I like Neil Blomkamp. I think yeah. he's got a he's got a great grip on you know the genre of uh, the, the kind of sci-fi thrillers. I mean, fuck, look at District Nine. That's <laughs> that's an alien movie as far as I'm concerned. Oh
0: yeah, so. for sure. Uh, and Chappie actually looks pretty good. I'm I yeah. can't wait to see it.
1: Elysium was a pretty good movie.
0: It looked nice. I, I yeah, I wasn't a fan of that very much. It was yeah. just it was just alright. Yeah. It it, it was kind of a swing, and and, and look, you know, you can't—they can't all be winners, you know. No, even Lucas has a few failures.
1: Just a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, hopefully, this turns out all right. Yeah.
0: Wow. Is is that it for movie news? That is it. Jesus Christ! This is the quickest episode we've recorded.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Blasting through it.
0: Uh, what did you read this week, my friend?
1: Uh, I actually read a whole bunch. Um,
0: Better you than me because uh, I didn't read shit. <laughs> yeah, well, there
1: was a new issue of Batman. Uh, I read that. I've not. Read uh, that yet. I read the new issue of Daredevil, which was fantastic. Right.
0: Let's talk Daredevil. Because I, uh, I, yeah, I read that. Um, man, just when really... you think this series, just you know, you haven't figured out.
1: <laughs> curveball uh
0: yeah yeah uh so when 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 last uh we we we, we saw matt murdoch he was uh he, he basically him and Kristen had confessed their love to each other and uh they're starting to, you know they're they're starting to get into the groove of, of of uh of of being a couple and uh foggy's not too too kind on it because once you know once uh you become matt murdoch's girlfriend you die it's just or or you get hospitalized or well, you know
1: you die. You know the thing, the thing, the thing is though. foggy is absolutely approving of it. Oh yeah, sorry, wants, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, flip, he wants Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants Matt to be happy. It's just that Matt has the his depression has a self destructive instinct when he gets too happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's just <laughs> poor Matt has the world's worst li- love life. I swear. He should definitely I mean, have, a, have a, a love advice column.
1: He's absolutely justified in being hesitant about dating Kirsten, but I mean things are going well, so there's no need for him to self-sabotage.
0: Exactly. Um, but the entire time we see that uh, somebody's using every technology, anything with a camera basically is, is an eye on Matt Murdock.
1: Uh, because, the and see, this this is the payoff that I wanted to see because that first owl arc was kind of a letdown, but we see that the owl has uh, kind of transformed into this, I guess, technology god of some... I don't know. He, it looks like he just has control over...
0: But this doesn't really seem like the owl that we know. I think this is a younger version of the owl.
1: Uh, I It mean, certainly he, looks like it. He's pretty shadowy. Um, I, I just remember that owl uh, arc was a bit of a letdown, and I'm glad we're going to see this kind of pay off. Yeah, uh, because that was that that was a little bit of a you know, I don't know it was just kind of a ah, that was all right. Um, yeah, from a you know notoriously uh, spectacular series, but I you know in Mark Waid fashion he he finds a way to to tie up all those ends.
0: Um. So then we get this this uh, weird serial killer that's going after Kristen. Thought that was okay, whatever.
1: And then. Uh- I did love that it was her villain though and they yeah. and she had a lot of fun with that. I I thought that was uh, really really funny. Uh
0: and then and then obviously shroud shows up again. Of course. And uh shroud might be working with Owl? Very interesting. Yeah. Very yeah. very interesting.
1: We're coming to the end here soon. <sighs> I know. Why it's so Why? sad to see it go. Why?
0: They they can't tease it like seem- that. I'm going to have to seek therapy once uh, Mark leaves Daredevil. It's very, very sad. Yeah, I know. Um, Did you read uh, this other book that everybody's talking about this week? Uh, I think uh, it it sold a few copies. Um, Spider-Gwen?
1: Oh, oh, I I read me some (laughs) Spider-Gwen.
0: Now, okay, since you weren't here last week, did you read Silk?
1: I, I still haven't read it. I haven't. I haven't read it yet.
0: Oh, OK, because it, it's interesting to see like there's a little, kind of parallel, you know, where it's like one was the we we're putting our, you know, it, it's with Silk. It was the we have this planned where with Spider-Gwen, it was not planned. You know, it, this book is yeah. kind of forced by the public, like like we need this book. Um, What do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, lightning strikes twice, yeah. <laughs> Fan, fantastic first issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the artwork on this, uh, it's it's uh, Jason Latour writing who uh, great. I mean, dude, great. The be- is great artist. Beast as an artist. And, and as a writer. Yeah, I'm sold. Totally sold. Um, yeah. Then then we have uh, Robbie Rodriguez uh, in. It was funny, I I just talked to Latour, um, for an upcoming podcast. I, I guess uh Robbie and Latour tried to, to pitch a book to Marvel a while ago and um they just they, they kinda didn't get along or something.
1: Oh really?
0: Yeah. Um and then they tried
1: again and struck gold. Yeah. Um, the... you, you know, half the half the fun of reading this first issue, uh, or any of these issues, I'm imagining, is going to be seeing how they repurpose parts of the six one six. Oh, you know, yeah. With, whether it be Ben Brim, the cop, you know, or uh, you know, however they want to change around the six one six mythos. I don't know. It's a new universe to play in, and it seems really fun.
0: It's fun in the fact that it's like, yeah, it's the six one six, but. It's kind of similar, but not really. Like, Foggy is still kind of the same, you know? Um, right. But he works on the police force instead. That,
1: uh, however, is very different.
0: But then you have the Vulture, which is pretty much the same. Yeah. Um. You know, Uh. I thought that uh, bringing in uh, Captain Frank Castle, genius idea. Oh, that idea. was great. Yeah, yeah. This is the series that's going to have you guessing the entire time. Um, yeah. Great first issue, just beautiful artwork, just beautiful artwork. Um, yeah, I i i I loved this book. Um, I I can't wait for the next issue. Um, and and you know, Silk last week, uh, Jamie and I reviewed that, but it was fan, it was pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to read it.
0: I, I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, did you read Amazing Spider Man?
1: Uh, no, I didn't. For some reason, I forgot to buy that, so <laughs> I actually need to go back and buy it.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about it.
1: Oh, really? It's kind of a letdown?
0: Uh, you know how it was like, oh, and this continues in? Yeah, uh, all right. Yep, it's, 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 it's been... yet another victim of the Spider-Verse. Over it, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. End it, end it. Uh, I'll just give you this. They, they decide that... <laughs> this is it's just bad. Uh uh which it Uh Captain Britain's uh, uh Earth has been destroyed because of the incursion. Right. So he and uh uh um what are they calling her now? It's not our Ar- our Ar- 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 arena or whatever her name is. Um the new Spider-Woman. There's like three Spider-Women now. Um right. They're gonna be Spider Woman, and it's it's her and uh, Captain Britain. Spider Man are basically gonna be the protectors of the web. Oh,
1: what a mess!
0: And that's their Spider Verse book.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And then obviously Spider Woman goes into it. The very last page is actually pretty good because like <laughs> he gets back to Earth and he stops a mugger, and somebody actually says thank you to him. So it, it ends on a uh, on a cheerful note, but it's like Thank even even it was like it's, it, it kinda makes me go like, oh, even slot understands that we just need to get back to Spider Man being Spider Man. Right. Which which ain't gonna happen.
1: Not anytime soon. Um
0: uh, you know what? That's all I read.
1: Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's been a busy week, man.
1: Yeah, you know. Can't Keep them all. Um, I, you know, I, I, I read uh, New Avengers. Uh, Hickman is really uh, tying up some strings, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I also read Inhuman, uh, uh, which you're getting uh, actually the Inhumans. You know, the ones that you've come to know and love in the book. So now it's getting a lot more interesting. Um, Gotham Academy had a great issue this week, like we said before. Um, Uncanny Avengers w- was awesome this week. I know you have your feelings about the book. Uh, but wow, wow. Uh, Remender makes the high evolutionary into this genocidal maniac. Really, um, this, this like fascist Darwinist, and uh, the he gives this monologue that is just chilling. Um, so I I really did enjoy uh, Uncanny Avengers this week.
0: Um, wow, that's okay. I'll I'll have to I'll have to pick it up. I, I I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not I against the book. To- I just I just you know I don't know. Like where it's going,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I I think this issue will change your mind. Okay, all
0: right, all right. Um, you know, uh, I I know I keep talking about it every week, or, or every, every month, I guess. Uh, but this Teen Titans book, the um, that uh, uh what's his name, Will Pfeiffer and uh, what what's the other guy's name? Uh, yeah, Will Pfeiffer and uh, Kenneth Rochefort are doing it's really fucking good like every 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 issue just keeps it keeps getting better and better and i thought it had a horrible first issue or first couple of issues but 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 by issue three it picks up and it gets it's like they finally hit their stride and it's getting really good but the artwork is incredible like it is so good because it doesn't look like your typical you know dc book
1: right because Um, dc is away from that house style
0: yeah exactly um and but this was the book that was like, you know, it's still part of that old 52 style, you know. Right. But, uh, yeah, who knows? Um, I hear great things about Curbstomp. Uh,
1: I haven't. I haven't read it. Same but I here. am
0: planning on everybody's talking about that book this week. Um,
1: Ryan Ferrier the uh, writer of Dave.
0: Yep. Um, uh, yeah. And, and then the other big thing is the Black Hood, the, the, the first issue of the uh, Archie's relaunch of Dark Circle. You know, the red circle uh book oh yeah by uh, drains dwayne, dwayne swarzynski and uh michael gatos who you know gatos i i love so uh this is gonna be a, a great book i read the first couple pages um, i just haven't finished it yet so um it's just any anytime you you reimagine an old character from you know the 60s uh, you know great
1: it's always a good time
0: yeah uh I think that's it. All right. Well, wow,
1: this, that's it. That's I, it.
0: I think this is the shortest episode of Crisis yet.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they can't all be long ones. Oh,
0: they can. They have been. <laughs> Remember the two-hour episode?
1: Oh, <laughs> my brain! My brain does. My brain sure does.
0: That's time we can never get back. Um, we're we're. Plugging away towards fifty guys, fifty freaking that. episodes, and you know what? April is going to be your one-year anniversary for Crisis.
1: How about that?
0: Who would have thought?
1: Time flies.
0: You're like, I just said I was going to do a few episodes, man.
1: Yeah, I don't know. How you signed me up for this whole thing, but uh, I'm hey, here.
0: Hey, buddy, you signed yourself up. I just, I just bug you every <laughs> week to make sure you show up. But I appreciate it. Uh so where are you guys off to next?
1: Uh we're in Atlanta tonight. Uh got some Florida shows coming up, uh Texas, uh you know, all making our way back to the West Coast.
0: Nice. And uh if you don't know, stick to your guns, just put out a new record. Um it, it, it sold a few copies first week. Congratulations.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Um and uh yeah, it's a goddamn amazing record. There's a lot of good hardcore records coming out right now. It really is. Uh, I can't wait to hear the new "Rotting Out" record, yep. um, and that turnstile record. Oof!
1: Fantastic. It's
0: <laughs> it's the best helmet record helmet me- never made.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, the three of you guys have to go on tour. I, I'm, oh, I'm, we would love that. I, I think I think that needs to happen. Let's let's, let's work on that. <laughs> Make it happen, George. Come on, just just just, just for me. <laughs>
1: T- I'm typing the email as we speak.
0: Sweet. Um, if you want, go over to eatgeekplay.com. Check out the website. We update it just about every day. Uh, all sorts of you know geek stuff on there. Uh, food, comic books, music, all sorts of like you know reviews and whatnot. Uh, if you want, go buy a T-shirt because that helps pay for a server costs. And <laughs> let me trust. Let me tell you i just got hit with a server bill that um, I need to pay for so I need your help uh see this is free to you but it's not free to me and i gotta deep you know dig into my very shallow pockets and uh, there's not much there I think i got like 50 cents right now um so if you can go over buy a t-shirt or a uh, geeks against humanity card deck it's you know, shovels into your uh, cards against humanity deck and it looks pretty cool um, also we will very soon be launching three new podcasts three more podcasts on this here podcast network that we're starting so stay tuned for that i'll all show up on this feed george where can people find you
1: uh, i am at uh, george it's on twitter and instagram
0: and you can find us at uh, Eek geek play on twitter and instagram as well Looks like I'm out of coffee And we're all out of geek See you next all
1: time Alright, off.